Not his first time to visit, but boy, am I glad Dr. Anthony Chergoski had a couple of minutes to talk with us about what's going on out there in the world, try to make some some sense out of it. Uh, Dr. Anthony Chergoski, good morning. Thanks for talking with me. Hey, good morning, Mike. Always great to chat with you. Well, and you know, like uh, this morning, I was going to talk with Rick Manning about the Inflation Reduction Act and numbers recently released just in time to not talk to him about it because the Trump indictment has taken over. The Trump indictment just in time to not talk to you about Hunter Biden and the Biden family issues. <laughs> it just just seems everything is on the board. Well, Trump is in the news for days and days in a row. Biden's in the news for minutes and minutes in a row. Uh, which is unfortunate, but, uh, you know, that may be another story we can talk about at some point. What do you think? Oh, and, and Trump support. Holy schmoly. Every time he finds himself in some new legal trouble, his support grows. 53% for number one, uh, 16% for DeSantis, who is number two. Wow. Yeah, Mike, this is something that we've seen over the past several months, that when Donald Trump faces legal issues, a couple things happen that really strengthen his position within the Republican Party. First of all, his poll numbers go up. And poll numbers aren't everything at this stage in the campaign, but at some point, if he gets such a large lead, then it will become insurmountable. And at some point, he could get such a large lead that the other candidates simply cannot catch up. Now, we're not quite there yet, but he is really gaining a large lead, as you mentioned, a 30, almost 40-point lead over Ron DeSantis. His fundraising also picks up when he faces these legal issues. And that's really important because Ron DeSantis is burning through a lot of money. He had to lay off about a third of his campaign staff. And there are some real questions about the financial position of the DeSantis campaign. And then overall, you see the other candidates rally around Donald Trump. Now, yesterday, that had the notable exception of Mike Pence. Mike Pence said that someone who violates the Constitution, someone who behaves like Trump did, should never become president. But you saw Tim Scott and Ron DeSantis run to the defense of Donald Trump. So the combination of all of those things, poll numbers go up better fundraising, competitors coming to his defense. It means that these legal issues play to the strengths of Donald Trump and make him all the more likely to become the Republican nominee. Well, and it, it, two things come to mind that one, one very much uh, scares me is that Democrats are having so much success one-siding, uh, or at least in, uh, in what it seems, one-sided persecution, the DOJ, the FBI, every law enforcement is being criminalized, uh, or, or I'm sorry, not criminalized, <laughs> is, is being uh, uh, weaponized to go after whoever the president or the administration says to go after, and Democrat voters and supporters are you know, fist-pumping and saying, hell yeah, go after him, go get him. I don't have anything to hide, but he does, so go get him. My concern, and a lot of Republicans and Democrats in D.C. are concerned that you don't have anything to hide right now, but what happens when you do? Because then the DOJ and law enforcement is already weaponized, and now the focus is on you, boys and girls. And we had such success eliminating one kind of gun or the other. Now we're going to have even more success 
taking guns away even more, and you'll have nothing to say about it. Like overwhelmingly, the idea that there are maybe two tracks of justice, that there's one track of justice for most people and then another track for people who are political opponents of the administration. I mean, that is largely what you're hearing from people like Kevin McCarthy, like Senator Tim Scott, like Governor Ron DeSantis. It's quite notable that the Republicans are not really engaging with the specific allegations in this latest indictment. And that could be because the indictment is so fresh. That could be because the facts are pretty well known. This latest indictment that came out yesterday is based on January 6th and the events that led up to it. And so based on multiple investigations and media accounts and so forth, the facts of the situation are pretty well known. And that really is was not the case when it came to the previous legal issues that Donald Trump had faced, where there were kind of some fresh facts and things that had not been widely reported. So overall, Republicans are rallying around Donald Trump, and they send the message to Republican voters that this is a, a nothing burger. Now, I should note, we certainly can conclude that these issues are helping Donald Trump in the Republican primary. We don't really know how all of this is going to play in the general election. I'm assuming that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee at this point. I don't think it's quite over yet, but Donald Trump is getting such a large lead that it's going to be really hard for Ron DeSantis or anyone else to catch up. So there is a path for Ron DeSantis. It's getting narrower and narrower. I think Trump will be the nominee. We don't know how all of this is going to play in the general election, but for sure right now, Donald Trump remains the dominant figure within the Republican Party. And, Mike, as you noted, Republicans are coming to his defense with points about the Justice Department, points about the legal system, all to make these broad arguments that they think are important when it comes to the treatment of Donald Trump. Well, and what I hear is that much of that support is to keep their own constituents on their side and that there's an awful uh, a, a large group of politicians who want Donald Trump to be the candidate so that he will not win again the White House. We'll have a Democrat in. Republicans will suffer through four more years of Democrat rule. Donald Trump will be out. People will let go of him. The swamp will not be drained. And uh, business as usual, after a lot of Republicans glad hand and or sorry hand uh, the, the fact that uh, they were not able to, quote, steal the election, unquote, like they think Repub- or Democrats did the last time around. Mike, such an interesting point you make about electability, because Ron DeSantis is making electability as a centerpiece of his campaign. Ron DeSantis is basically saying, look, I don't like what's happening to Donald Trump, but I don't think he can win. He memorably recently said that if this election is what the documents were next to the toilet at Mar-a-Lago, then we're not going to win. And so Ron DeSantis is, on the one hand, defending Donald Trump, but on the other hand, saying, look, Donald Trump cannot win the election. Now, there's a big problem with that argument. I mean, the main problem is that right now, the polling has Donald Trump neck and neck 
with Joe Biden. I think every indication that the 2024 presidential election would be highly competitive. In fact, most political prognosticators think that the election is going to come down to six states and that that'll basically be the whole ballgame. So it's very possible that Donald Trump could win this election. And that does undermine the electability argument. I mean, here in Wisconsin, people like Paul Ryan, the former Speaker of the House, and, and current Assembly Speaker Robin Voss have tried to say, look, if we nominate Donald Trump, we are basically resigned to four more years of Joe Biden. We're basically giving up the election. I just don't think Republican voters are buying that at this point. I think that another style of argument is going to be necessary if people like Paul Ryan, people like uh, Ron DeSantis want to unseat Trump, because right now their arguments simply are not working. They are, in fact, losing ground to Donald Trump in this nomination contest as opposed to gaining ground. Well, uh, let me ask you this then, too, because there's an awful lot of Republicans who have said, you know, we, we're not going to win this uh, previous election in court. Uh, the courts have decided the election was fair and so on and so forth. Move on from that, ladies and gentlemen. Figure out what the Democrats did. If you think the Democrats uh, were nefarious in winning the election, the courts don't think so. So you've got to figure out what did they do to win the election, and then you have to do it also. You have to do it better to win the election in 2024. So I don't know. That's... <laughs> The unspoken word of, hey, they cheated in the election, but they won. We've got to cheat better in the next election so we can win. Mike, relates to the bank your vote campaign to get Republicans to vote early. Now, that is quite a challenge because Republicans have been informed by their party leaders, most notably Donald Trump, that early voting is bad, that there are problems with early voting. Republicans are trying to make that pivot. It's going to be tough right. because they are really changing their tune on this issue. But to your point, Mike, they are trying to make that shift. It's it's not going to be easy for them, but they're certainly trying. And counting votes for days and weeks, and in some cases, months after the election, we're still counting votes. We're recounting votes. Oh, look, the vote totals have changed Back, uh, they've changed dramatically. And back when we thought it was going to be a Trump win, now we don't think so much. Well, we'll talk so much more to talk about. Dr. Anthony Chergosky, we will do it again, I promise.